Eternal, righteous, and invisible Father in heaven, we thank you for giving us the privilege to be among the living today. Thank you, Lord, for protecting us through the night, and we want to thank you for all the blessings you have bestowed upon us, especially the spiritual blessings you've given to us, your Son, whom you sent to die on the cross of Calvary for our sins, and the heavenly agencies working tirelessly on our behalf. Lord, we are grateful for all you do for us, even the temporary blessings that you give to us. Now, dear Lord, the life you've given to us, many times we have dishonored you with it, but we don't want to do that. We want our lives to be a glory to your name. Therefore, we ask, grant us of your spirit to do this. And also, may the words we hear in our devotion prepare us and equip us to give glory to your name. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. Our High Calling, August 27 Blessings diffuse as sunlight, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. Matthew chapter 5 verse 45 I see a providence in all of God's works, the clouds and rain, as well as the bright sunshine, have their mission in blessings to man. The God of nature knows just what we need, and he moves forward in a straight line, sending blessings upon the just and upon the unjust. I am so grateful that finite minds cannot have the ordering of things. What cross-purposes would be revealed? There is a narrowness in human comprehension that is dishonoring to God. Let not him who claims Christ as his Savior entertain the thought that God's mercies are confined to him and to the few in whom he is interested. The love and mercy of God are for everyone. Let us gather up the divine tokens of his favor and return praise and thanksgiving to him for his goodness, which is bestowed upon us, not to be hoarded, but to be passed along to others. God expects everyone who enjoys his grace to diffuse this grace as freely as Christ bestows his mercies. As the sun shines upon the just and the unjust, so the sun of righteousness reflects light to the whole world. God's blessings, sunshine and showers, heat and cold, and every natural blessing are given to the world. Exclusiveness is not to be maintained by any people. I am the light of the world, John chapter 8 verse 12, Christ said. Light is a blessing, a universal blessing, which pours forth its treasures on the world unthankful, unholy, demoralized. The Lord Jesus came to demolish every wall of exclusion, to
to throw open every wall in the temple where God presides, that every ear may hear, that every eye may see, that every thirsty soul may drink of the water of life freely. God scatters blessings all along our path. We may weep and groan and mourn and stumble at every step if we choose. Or we may gather up the precious fragrant flowers and rejoice in the Lord for his goodness in making our path to heaven so pleasant. Amen. The title of our devotion is Blessings Diffusive as Sunlight. Our key text is Matthew chapter 5 verse 45 which says that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven for he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. So, what does it say when it says that you may be? There is something that was said before that, before we are told that we may be children of our Father. Jesus was teaching, that was the Sermon on the Mount, and he gave some instructions to us, his children, his disciples, telling us some things to do. That when we do those things, that is what will make us to be like our Father in heaven. And I would like to remind us, Genesis 1 verse 26 tells us that our purpose in life, the purpose for man's existence is that he should be like his father, that is God. Let us create man in our own image after our likeness. That was the father's purpose. That was Jesus' purpose when he was creating us. When you were being created, the purpose of God was so that you can be in his image, so that I can be like my father in heaven and you also not like your father on earth not like your mother but like your father in heaven like our father we are all of one father god in heaven that's our father and that's who we are to be like now jesus said okay you want to be like your father in heaven here's what you should do here's one thing very key thing that makes us to be like our father in heaven very interesting topic we have today and what is it that jesus taught he taught that you have heard that it was said an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Pray for those that persecute you. Do good to them that hate you. And then he went further teaching, saying, that is what makes us like our father in heaven. And when he finished teaching all this, he said, when we do these things, This is what makes us like our Father in heaven. Because he does not check whether we hate him or love him when he's giving us gifts and blessings. And Jesus is saying to us, do the same thing. And this is why our topic for today is blessings diffusive as sunlight. The sunlight does not select who it shines for. It just shines. And so also, we are to be like our father in heaven our greeting is not to be for select few it is to be for everyone in jesus's words in matthew 5 verse reading from verse 
46 now it says for if you love them which love you what reward have you do not even the publicans the same and if you salute your brethren only what do ye more than others do not even the publicans the same and when we look at it from luke 6 in luke 6 verse 32 there he said for if you love them which love you what thank have you for sinners also love those that love them and if you do good to them which do good to you what thank have ye for sinners also do even the same and if you lend to them of whom you hope to receive what thank have ye for sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again but love your enemies and do good and lend hoping for nothing again and your reward shall be great and ye shall be the children of the highest for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil be ye therefore merciful as your father also is merciful this is a tough teaching indeed but then this is what we are to be like and we need to understand truly if we are giving the power and authority to order this world we will we'll make a mess of it as we see in the devotion here our high calling page 245 paragraph 2 the last statement there says I am so grateful, as the last two statements, I am so grateful that finite minds cannot have the ordering of things. What cross purposes would be revealed? If I were to be given the authority to order this world with my kind of mindset which is not in harmony with that of my Father in heaven yet as it should be, I would not do it very well. I would probably withhold the sun from places where one thinks that they are not doing well or something you, you may not just even just get it right some people will stop the sunlight from shining in san francisco and others will stop it from shining in the uh, east uh, middle east and uh, maybe in iran or or and those in iran will stop it from shining in america and vice versa if men had the ordering of things so oh, look at how the world does its things today america is sanctioning iran and sanctioning russia just because they don't agree with each other russia doesn't agree with america and america doesn't agree with russia and they say oh i withhold my blessings from russia i would stop importing and exporting things doing trade deals with them because they don't agree with what i agree with they are evil people they are going into crimea and taking over Crimea or they are just expanding their horizon and because of that and they didn't listen to me therefore stop importing and all my allies everybody who is my friend I spread my hate among them if you know you are my friend and I see you dealing with Russia you are in trouble if you are my ally and you are dealing with Iran you are in trouble because I hate Iran and I don't want to do trade with them and all my friends must hate, must hate them the way I hate them and you will not do any trade with them they are sanctioned and all everybody united european union united nations all of us you get united we're not going to let our sun to shine on russia we will not let our sun to shine on iran we will not let it to shine on afghanistan because they are not doing what we want them to do they are an evil regime they are sinners but jesus is saying today if you do good only to them that do good to you what thank have ye? Do not even sinners the same? If you salute your brethren only, do not even sinners the same? These are worldly principles 
and the mind cannot comprehend why I should do good to those who are sinners and those who do not agree with me. Very difficult thing to comprehend in the mind. But here it is that Jesus says that this is the way sinners operate. And if we operate that way, we are not any different from sinners. But he says to us, be like your father who is in heaven. He is merciful to all. He does not withhold the son from anyone, whether good or evil. He gives to everyone. And we too are to do the same. Jesus is not given to us because we are righteous and holy. Every blessing that the Lord has, he gives to everyone. God's blessings, sunshine and showers, heat and cold and every natural blessing are given to the world. Exclusiveness is not to be maintained by any people. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Light is a blessing, a universal blessing. Universal, not exclusive. Which pours forth its treasures on the world, unthankful, unholy, demoralized. If God was to treat us the way we are treating others, as a people, let us say now, maybe United States, as a people, as a nation. If God were to treat the United States the way they treat Iran or Afghanistan in their foreign policy, then who would be able to stand? If he says, oh US, you have done something that I don't like and I've told you to change it and you refuse to change it, I'll withhold my blessings from you. No more sunlight in US. And then everywhere goes dark. Then how would it be for us? God lets the sun to shine on the evil and the good. He doesn't withhold his blessings. You see, this, this is something that kicks against what we call the prosperity gospel. There are some people who see God as a means to an end. That the blessings of this world are only, are only for those who will dance before him and praise him and go to church. But even just looking around us tells us that these people and their mindset, they are just not getting things right. You just are blinded to reality. What is the reality? Look around us. Those who hate God, does not the sun shine for them? Who do you think is giving them the sunlight? Do they not have good health? Are they not all based on how work, how hard they work or based on the connections they have and the influence they have? Are they not all doing well, at least financially? Many of them are doing well in India, yet they are Hindus. And also in China, yet they are Buddhists. And United Arab Emirates, and yet they are Muslims. So what are we saying here? Is prosperity for those who worship God? Is that what the Bible teaches? That the Lord has withheld his blessings and his prosperity and is going to be given to only those that, that fear him and those that come to him and worship him? Is that what he teaches? Wrong teaching. You have created a false God, another God for yourself that would only prosper those who come to church and those who uh, perhaps praise him and sing and let's say oh let's praise god that our god loves praises you go to churches and hear people say that today let's praise god he loves praises and god will bless us when we praise him let's just see the best offering you can give to god is praise that's what some people say in church now the best offering you can give to god is praise with the motive that when you do that he's going to bless you when you give him praise has he not been blessing you even when you don't praise him the best praise you can give to god is obedience to his word and even when we have been disobedient sinners he lets his son to shine on us. And even beyond the sun, so caring and tender is the Lord that he protects us. Even when we despise him, people speak lots of evil against him. I've heard them on the internet. You see them, people who hate God. What do you think is happening when they cross the road? The same angels of God is protecting them, though they speak all these evil things against God. 
Even when they are sick in God's mercy, he heals them, though they speak evil against him and hate him with deep hatred. He knows they are deceived anyway. He knows and that's why he's still merciful to them. He knows that. God's blessing is for everyone. Everybody. Look at, like I was saying earlier, the other religions. Are they not all prospering? Some people pray for their exams. Oh Lord, help me to pass. You see, God has made laws already in the world that if you would follow these laws, you will get the result. Hard work and diligence is important. While we know there is still the factor that God comes into people's situations. But look at, like I said earlier, the Hindus, the Buddhists and the rest. What do you think? Is it that their God is prospering them? No. It's not their God that is prospering them. Many of them are studious, many of them are hardworking, and they just follow, follow the laws of life and they get the results that is expected to get based on what they have with them. And then when it comes to other things, life just takes its, its, its course. No matter how hard you work, if you are in Mongolia, there's only so much you can get. But if you go to the US and then you work as hard or in Europe, there's more you will get. So the location we find ourselves also matter. So one may work very hard in China or Mongolia, but yet somebody working less is even any more. Is it about the God they are worshipping? No, it's not about the God they are worshipping. You see, the situation, the Bible says that to every man, he has, in the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon said, I have discovered that to every man, time and chance happens to us. Depending on where you find yourself and the time you find yourself, it depends. That's what makes things to work out. Yes, there's still the God factor, of course. You, and then there's still connection there, influence. If you are very good at something, if you are not connected to the right people, you will only stop in a particular place. So you see this prosperity gospel joining what we are talking about today, the blessings of the Lord. The blessings of the Lord is not withheld just for only those who worship Him or even hard work and then joining it with uh, worshipping God doesn't mean that you are going to be the richest man on this earth. Your location matters and so many other things are involved. The blessings of God spread all over for the world. Then one will ask, then why, what is the difference then between those who fear God and those who do not fear God? And here is where uh, we need to now see the goodness of the Lord. God has given his blessings to everyone, whether those who fear him and those who do not fear him. But it is now left for us to receive them or not. We have no choice as for the sunlight. God knows how necessary it is for our living. So he didn't leave us to choose whether to receive the sunlight or not. It is spread out there for all of us. We can choose to then lock ourselves up in a room, dark room, and say, I don't want the sunlight, but he has given it nevertheless. As for the air, unless you block your nose, it is always there. Unless you close your nostrils, the air is there for you, free of charge. The water is available. You can go and get it. All these blessings God gives to us. But what about the spiritual blessings? Are they withheld? No, even the spiritual blessings are not withheld. This is for everybody. Just as the water is out there, it is left for you to go and take it. So also Jesus has been given to the whole world. He is not for Christians alone. For God so loved Christians that he gave his only begotten son. Is that what the Bible says? No. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever that whosoever can be you can be me can be anybody of any religion or tribe or, or nation or tongue whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life just as i need to go and take that water 
so also it is left for anyone in this world to believe in Jesus or not. If you don't believe, you don't get the blessings, but it has been given to you. It is now you rejecting it. Jesus is for everybody and all the blessings that come with Jesus is for everyone. But the problem is that some people in the world reject that part of God's blessings. They accept the sun, they accept the air, they accept the water, they accept the principles he has set in place that if you work hard and diligence will take you so far and you end this and end that. And they accept those ones. But the blessing of Jesus, some reject and some accept. And here is the difference between those who fear God and those who fear him not. Reading from the book of Psalms, chapter 25, verse 14, it says, The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. Amen. So those who fear God are those who will be shown the covenant of God. Because they chose to get it. It is out there for everybody, the blessing in the word of God, his covenant. He has given it to the world, but how many are taking it? That is the law of God and the blessings that comes from keeping the law. It is not God who withheld his blessings when someone chooses to go into premarital sex and then have a baby and after having a baby, it hampers their life altogether and they cannot move forward. The blessing was there when he said, Thou shalt not commit adultery. But someone chose not to receive that blessing and now they are getting the result. The blessing of the Lord is there when he said we should honor father and mother so that our days may be long and that is potent with so much meaning. It covers politeness, it covers reverence not just to parents but to superiors to the world in general. It covers courtesy, it covers it covers a understanding and thoughtfulness that's what that command says honor your father or mother honor there refers to all these things i've said father and mother there refers to neighbor everyone in the world at least your seniors especially and parents you see the blessings contained in the covenant of god is only for those who choose to take it and that's why we read as i said now in uh, psalms 25 reading from verse 24 verse 14 that the secret of the lord is with them that fear him and he will show them his covenant again in the book of psalms chapter 33 verse 18 we read there it says behold the eye of the lord is upon them that fear him upon them that hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine our soul waited for the lord he is our help and our shield So this is another blessing that is given to the whole world, but only those who fear him receive it. God has given it to the whole world, Psalms 34, reading verse 7 down to 9. It says, The angel of the Lord encamped round about them that fear him and delivered them. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Going down, so verse 9 it says, Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. And what does it mean to fear the Lord? Come, ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. 
the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. You see, this is the blessing that is given to those that fear the Lord. But remember, like I said, it is not just because he is withholding it from the wicked. He's giving it to everybody. But the, those who are sinners refuse to receive it because it is in Jesus that these blessings come. And what about mercy? We read in the book of Psalms chapter 85, 85, reading verse 9, it says, Surely his salvation is nigh, is nigh them that fear him, that they may dwell in the land. Psalm 103 verse 11 says, For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy unto them that fear him. Psalm 103 verse 13, in the same Psalm 103 there, it says, Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. Verse 17, But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children. How do we receive the mercy of the Lord? Through Jesus Christ. He has given him to everybody. That is the mercy of the Lord, Jesus Christ. But how many are receiving it? How many are receiving Jesus? Only those who choose to will get the mercy but he has offered it to everyone. Psalm 111 verse 5, He has given meat unto them that fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. Psalm 145 verse 19, He will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry and will save them. Psalm 147 verse 11, The Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear him, in those that hope in his mercy, that is hoping in Jesus because that's the only way to hope in his mercy and Jesus has been offered to the whole world. Here is the spiritual blessing, the exclusive but not exclusive blessing for those that fear the Lord because it has been offered to everyone. When those who trust in the Lord are sick, they can, they can confide in God and receive comfort from him. But not so with those who have not received Jesus. They cannot talk to him. Why? Not because Jesus has withheld himself from them. They refuse to. They refuse to talk to him. In our sickness, he's there for everybody. But because someone doesn't believe in him, they don't talk to him. Therefore, they don't get the consolation they are supposed to get from Jesus. And how about in death? Oh, the one who trusts in the Lord is not afraid of death. They know that they have committed themselves to God. And they can die in peace, knowing that there is a resurrection. But this same resurrection and this same peace has been offered to others. And those who don't receive Jesus, they are afraid during the coronavirus pandemic in 2020. What happened? Many were afraid, going helter-skelter, when they faced troubles, jumping from here to there, not knowing what to do. But those who fear the Lord have received His word and knows what is happening. And when we see the world in trouble and turmoil and economic meltdown and there's wars and rumors of wars, because some have received the word of God and the prophecies, they know what is going on and they are calm. They are not ruffled. They are not troubled. They have trusted themselves into the arms of God. But those who have rejected the word of God and rejected the light and prophecies that come through it, they've heard it, they don't believe it. What do you think will happen? 
they will not get the blessing that God has given to them. This is the difference. It's not about prosperity and worldly things. It is about receiving the word of God. That is the difference between those who fear God and those who don't. Those who worship him and those who don't. But the blessing has been given to everyone. But the main lesson God wants us to get from here is what I have said earlier. Be ye merciful as your father in heaven is merciful. That you may be as your father which is in heaven. For he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and on the good. And he said it rain on the just and on the unjust. And we are to be like God. We are not to be exclusive in our blessings. People who call themselves liberal today, they are even the ones who are most exclusive. Facebook will check whether you believe in the LGBT theory or not before you are employed. And so many other of these big tech companies and many other industries today, based on what you believe, they can either sack you or retain you. That is being exclusive. Is the job only for those who believe what you believe? Are you withholding your blessings and only those who are vaccinated, for example, or who believe in vaccines will get your job and you are now being exclusive and then, and then you claim to be liberal, but yet you are the one who is most narrow in your mindset. Narrow-minded to the point that once people don't have accept your views, you, you call the, cry them down, cancel culture, destroy them because they don't accept your views. That's not being like God. And this is what he said that sinners, they do it. That's what they do. Sinners cancel people. When you don't accept their views, they cancel you. But what of God? He doesn't cancel anybody. He's not interested in council culture. He works with everyone. Can you do the job? Go ahead and do it. It doesn't matter whether you are affiliated with my own ideas or not. We must be like our Father in heaven and not tow this line that the world is towing of being exclusive, retaining the jobs for only those who have our set mind and 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 and, and the, our views and principles. God gives His blessings to all. You don't check what someone believes first, and that's what God is telling us to do. The Word of God, nevertheless, tells us: be good to all men. That's what the Bible says: do good to all men, but especially to those who are of the household of faith yes we are to do good remember to all men but god is saying especially just like we see in his word those that fear him they accept the blessings more so we also if we are like our father in heaven we will do good especially to those who are of the household of faith who are ambassadors of christ who are doing his will to all nations of the world and every individual God expects everyone who enjoys his grace to diffuse this grace as freely as Christ bestows his mercies. As the sun shines upon the just and the unjust, so the sun of righteousness reflects light to the whole world. So what reason do we have of withholding our skills and our exports from countries and people who do not agree with us? Why do we think that by withholding it, we are doing the will of God and saying, no, we don't want to support their regime and all of that. You see, be like your father in heaven. He gives to the unthankful and to the unholy. God's blessings are not withheld. There's no exclusiveness maintained by God. Like we read in the devotion, light is a blessing, a universal blessing, which pours forth its treasures on a world unthankful, unholy, demoralized. The Lord Jesus came to demolish every wall of exclusion to throw open every wall in the temple where God presides. 
that every ear may hear, that every eye may see, that every thirsty soul may drink of the water of life freely. Amen. Now, it is now left for us to be either thankful or unthankful. The last paragraph of our devotion says, God scatters blessings all along our path. We may weep and groan and mourn and stumble at every step if we choose, or we may gather up the precious fragrant flowers and rejoice in the Lord for his goodness in making our path to heaven so pleasant. But to many, the path to heaven is not pleasant. Not that it is not, but they choose not to look at that. They are of the class who choose to look and weep and groan and mourn for what they don't have. A few days ago, we looked at the devotion titled The Secret of Contentment. You see, lack of contentment makes us to be unthankful, ungrateful. All we do in our prayers is weep and mourn and groan for what we don't have, for what others have that we don't have. And we choose to neglect the fragrance, the precious fragrant flowers that God has strewn along our pathway. How offensive this must be to God, that they work tirelessly for man giving us many basic necessities of life and i'm referring to those who have the basic things that the bible says the bible says in the book of 1 uh, timothy chapter 6 reading down from verse 6 that with that godliness with contentment is great gain for we came with nothing to this world and it is certain we shall carry nothing with us therefore with food and raiment let us be there with content there are those who have food and raiment added to the natural blessings of fresh air, sunlight, even shelter, and yet they are so unthankful, so ungrateful, their prayers are all mourning and groaning and complaining, talking about how they are suffering. Suffering what? What are they suffering? And they claim that God is not being good to them by their prayers. They may say thanks in their prayers, but by the request and the groaning and the mourning and the murmuring and complaining, all the thanks they are giving shows that it is false. It is not real thanks. They are they are actually accusing God of not being good to them like they deserve, or not being good to them as He should, whereas He's actually good. But it is their choice. But we may be of the class who realize our unworthiness. We may be of the class who understand that we don't deserve anything from the Lord, and rather than complaining and murmuring we would give thanks to the Lord and be grateful to him for how he has made our path to be smooth. It is your choice. But based on what you do, you just show where you belong. May the Lord give us the grace that these words will be properly assimilated into our lives and come out in our characters. Amen. Amen. The title is a very beautiful one. Blessings diffuses sunlight second paragraph says i see a providence in all of god's works the clouds and rain as well as the bright sunshine have their mission in blessings to man indeed all of them have their missions especially the sunshine you see the sunshine is designed in such a way that it will reach everybody and God had planned it so that it will sustain life. Light is a blessing, a universal blessing, which pours forth its treasures on the world, unthankful, unholy, demoralized. Light is a very big blessing. In fact, 
It is said that where light cannot enter, disease will begin. You understand that pediatricians are teaching pregnant women now that if they are deprived of sunlight for the time where they are impregnated, they're deprived of sunlight, the brain of the fetus will show abnormal morphogenesis and and that will lead to autistic-like behaviors in children. Light indeed detoxifies us. It strengthens. It purifies. It shines on all freely. That's a blessing from God. God's blessings, sunshine and showers, heat and cold, and every natural blessing are given to the world. Then in the third paragraph it says, Let him let not him who claims Christ as his Savior entertain the thought that God's mercies are confined to him and to the few in whom he is interested. In other words, we cannot privatize Jesus. See, that's why you hear funny prayers like, I command you, Angel Michael, to go and kill all my enemies. I command you, all the angels, to rush to my enemies. I tell you this, I tell you that. What a pity. We have been taught so many bad things. A young man, a young brother, was troubled by these teachings and then he came seeking an answer to this text. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 17. Rejoice not when thy enemy falleth, and let not thine heart be glad when he stumbleth. 18 lest the Lord see it, and it displeases him. And he turned away his wrath from him. After the text, after the question, that was when I realized that the wisdom of God. The truth is, we humans still don't know who our enemies are. Because when somebody rebukes you, ego rises, malice follows, you write down that person's name as enemy number one. Your child does something and which is wrong and one neighbor tries to correct it by coming to you with a complaint and maybe cutting words about training, train them properly. That one becomes your worst enemy. We have enemies for every situation and every transaction. And so when the pastors came along with such prayers that to targets the killing or the death of our enemies, Everybody jumped on it. Even among those saying those prayers, most of them are sworn enemies. See, because we have already judged ourselves and our pastors righteous together with our family members. So we are the only ones who are supposed to live and everybody else who disagrees with us or our family, that person is considered an enemy. So they fall under the control category of die my enemy and so after all those kind of prayer we go with high hopes waiting for them to die and so every little bad incident that happens we tend to rejoice and say yes we feel more justified but the danger is that we know who our neighbors are however we forget the text in Matthew chapter 10 verse 36 when it says that and a man's foe shall be they of his own household. 
So you see what you're saying amen to. Jesus says, pray for them. That is how we are to become like him. And Mounts of Blessings 71, it says, The whole earthly life of Jesus was a manifestation of these principles. It was to bring the bread of life to, the, to his enemies that our Savior left his home in heaven. Though calumny and persecution were heaped upon him from the cradle to the grave, they called forth from him only the expression of forgiving love. His goodness bestowed upon us not to be hoarded, but to be passed along to others. This is very, very important that God's goodness, we are not to hold it. Do we have God's goods? Matthew chapter 25, talking about the parable of the talents. So we are not to bury those talents. They are not reserved for our family members. Don't be receiving and not imparting. We are to be like conduits, channels through which God's goods, whether it is the knowledge of his saving grace or his saving health, should get to the whole world. So God expects everyone who enjoys his grace to diffuse this grace as freely as Christ bestows his mercy. There is that scatter it and yet increase it. And there is that withhold it more than it is meet, but it tended to poverty. So the thing is, as we spread it, it will increase. But if we hold it, it will tend to poverty. Everything we have now, we have received it. It will only increase by distribution. However, if you feel like you don't have light, you don't have to give, no problem. Just hurry. The heavenly merchant is still offering. John chapter 7 verse 37 it says, In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture had said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. You see, when the river starts flowing from your belly, it will bless people. And wherever that river shall go, it will bring healing to them. So it is time for us to come to Jesus and drink. Desire of Ages 4.54, it says, The cry of Christ to the thirsty soul is still going forth, and it appeals to us with even greater power than to those who heard it in the temple on that last day of the feast the fountain is open for all the weary and exhausted ones are offered the refreshing drought of eternal life come and receive that ye may give do not wait come for the fountain is open Christ's object lessons chapter 24 the talents that Christ entrusts to his church represent especially the gifts and blessings imparted by the Holy Spirit. It includes all gifts and endowments, whether original or acquired, natural or spiritual. All are to be employed in Christ's service in becoming his disciples. 
we surrender ourselves to him with all the that we are and have these gifts he returns to us purified ennobled to be used for his glory and blessing our fellow men so we see that we can acquire the gift of healing by learning even in the medical missionary work so that you be a blessing diffusing light through the world you can acquire the gift of wisdom so you can give wise counsel to people who are looking left or right for counsels all we need we need to go to Jesus to receive so that we can impart to the world and be a blessing to our fellow men i'll take one more talent in 339 the talent of influence so the life of Jesus was an ever widening showless influence an influence that bound him to God and to the whole human family through Christ God has invested man with an influence that makes it impossible for him to live to himself individually we are connected with our fellow men a part of God's great whole and we stand under mutual obligations no man can be independent of his fellow men for the well-being of each affects others it is God's purpose that each shall feel himself necessary to others welfare and seek to promote their happiness so we see that the diversion is the same thing is calling us to the same thing the life of Jesus Jesus passed by he went about doing good and so he wants his children to go about doing good wherever he went he carried blessings this could not stand in his presence the desire of ages says that if he was in the sick room Lazarus would not have died and so that's why he stayed away and so when he came he dispelled the darkness and so his children are to carry light and blessings wherever they go we may not be said of us that when we came that was when fight, fighting and trouble and quarreling starts no 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 we are to carry light and blessings it is be our experience in Jesus name amen let us pray our father which in heaven lord we thank you we thank you for we see your hand even in our individual lives we thank you for the way you've been providing for your children even in times like this we thank you for your word that is calling our attention to the main mission of this war as we see things wrapping up lord help us to continue to look up to thee that we may not be dissuaded or detracted from our mission and we keep our eyes single lord to thy glory this is our prayer to Christ our lord amen <laughs>